the same man is going to come and share with you. And he has the, all the credentials he needs to do it. He, he has a show called the Gospel Lucian Show, and he can probably tell you more about it. He, he, he went to seminary, he got his seminary degree from Leverty University, and he's on staff at the Master Plan Ministry from Albuquerque, uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, Mr. Lee Kurtz. Come on up. Thank you. Thanks, guys. I'm excited because today I get to share the most important news this world has ever heard with you. It's going to be short, but it is extremely important. And as I get started, you're going to see people in orange throughout the crowd. They're going to give every single one of you a little response card. At the end of the show today, we're going to collect those, and there are going to be some sweet prizes given out. So every one of you wants to fill out those response cards. Uh, they're also going to be giving out little pencils. So right now, uh, as somebody comes near you, grab one of those cards, one of those flyers, and grab a pencil and fill it out with your information. Well, as we begin today, guys, we all long for security, acceptance, love, hope, answers to life's biggest questions. We look at things that are happening on the news and we think this is, this is crazy. How could this be? Last night driving here, we were flicking through the radio channels and we heard about the attack in France. And I just thought, not again. This world is crazy. But every time I hear about all these things and all the sources that would cause concern and frustration, I'm reminded that there is real hope in this world. There's real hope and it's that hope that I'm going to talk about today. See, Jesus is the only one that offers true hope. Jesus is the only one that offers true hope. His life, death, and resurrection are facts of history. You might not know this, but the biggest skeptic of Christianity alive today says that if you doubt Christ's historicity, you're a mythicist. Did you get that? The biggest skeptic says that if we doubt Christ's historicity, we're mythicists. In other words, we can know that Jesus really did live and walk on this earth. There is no question here. Jesus alone conquered death. Jesus alone had power over nature, power over life, power over death. And that is a fact of history that we can know with certainty. As you look forward in the context of uncertainty and fear, you can know that there's hope in Jesus. And it's not just a vague hope like, I hope that the Cardinals win the World Series this year. It's a real solid hope based in facts. I'm going to tell you a little bit about that today. See, Jesus alone is able to claim to be the way, the truth, and the life. He alone has done what he's done, and he alone can offer you what he offers you. So Jesus is unique in history. He loved people. He healed the sick. He fed the masses. He walked on water. He calmed the waves. He rose the dead. He conquered death himself. And he demonstrated power that nobody else ever has. And he took the initiative to reach out to people just like you and me. Across this crowd, there's a diverse group of people. And no matter where you're coming from, Jesus reached out to people just like you. He reached out to the young and the old. He reached out to the healthy and the sick, the rich and the poor, the powerful and the weak, the religious and the skeptical, the respected and the loathed, 
The proud and the humble, the hungry and the thirsty, the cunning and the simple, the fleeing and the seeking, the successful and the outcasts, the honest, the deceptive, law abiders, criminals, the educated, the ignorant, the faithful and the faithless. He reached out to them all. No matter where you're coming from, Jesus reached out to people just like you. No matter what you've been through, Jesus reached out to people that have been through the same kinds of things. And he's reaching out to you today. The Samaritan woman that we read about in John 4, she was an outcast and a sinner. Jesus lovingly reached out to her and told her that he was the Savior that she had been waiting for. Nicodemus was a religious man, a Pharisee. Jesus reached out to him lovingly and told him that believing in him was key to salvation not just religious duties. Thomas was a doubter. I talk with college students all the time that say, I have doubts. Well, welcome to the club. The reality is that we can be confident that Jesus is who he says he is, even if you have some residual doubts. But the fact that you need to get is that didn't stop Jesus from relating to Thomas where he was at and calling Thomas to believe in him and follow him right where he was at. Peter even denied Christ. I'm sure that in this crowd there are people that have walked with Christ and have fallen back into sin. Jesus reached out to Peter who denied him and again called him to follow him. Jesus came to this earth as God in human flesh. He was a good teacher. He was a prophet to be sure. But he was so much more. He was God in human flesh. Jesus reached out to people just like you. And he offered hope that nobody has ever offered. Here's a little bit of what the Bible tells us. And I'm going to share Jesus' own words on this with you. The Bible says that every one of us was created for relationship with God. But we're sinful and our sin separates us from a perfect God. Left unmitigated, that would lead to an eternity apart from God and what the Bible calls hell. We will die someday and we will face eternity. And if we don't have a relationship with Christ, we can look forward to nothing other than hell. There's good news though. Somebody said, if that's true, how are you Christians always so happy? And I said, because the news gets really good. See, Jesus, God in human flesh, he came and he died for you and me, that whoever would put their faith in him would be forgiven, would be saved, and could look forward to an eternity with him in heaven. We each have that decision to make today if we haven't already. I'm going to tell you how Jesus phrased that message. These are some of his exact words to the people that he talked to that I just told you about. Jesus says that he loves you and desires relationship with you. He put it like this. God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Come to me, all of you who are weary and, he- and, and carry heavy burdens. And I will give you rest. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't be stumbling through the darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. All who put their trust in me will no longer remain in the darkness. He said, my purpose is to give life in all its fullness. He also said that our sin keeps us from that. He said, sin is unbelief in me. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slander. These are what make a man unclean. Everyone who sins is a slave of sin. They will go away to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. If you do not believe that I am the one I claim to be, you will indeed die in your sins. 
but there's hope. Here's what Jesus says. He says, Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. Everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life. And I will raise him up at the last day. The only one in human history who ever beat death promises you that if you put your trust in him, he will raise you up on that last day. And then he says, you will never be condemned for your sins. You've already passed over from death into life. So we each have a choice to make. And this is how Jesus phrases that choice. He says, turn from your sins and believe this good news. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. No one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. I stand at the door and knock. If you hear me calling and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal as friends. Jesus invites each of us into relationship with him today through faith. The Bible says that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I'm going to ask you in a minute to take a step of faith, if you haven't already, to make that proclamation. To believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and to confess with your mouth, to verbalize your faith in him and your acceptance of him as Lord with your mouth. And we're going to do that in a minute. The Bible says it is by grace that you have been saved through faith. And this is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. So this forgiveness, this salvation that God offers is his gift to you if you will but put your faith and trust in him. That's what it takes. It's at once the simplest decision you could make and at the same time the greatest because it's surrendering your life to him as Savior and Lord. But listen, nobody else can offer what he offers. So why would you not take that step today? If you've never taken that step or if you can't remember a time where you took that step and you honestly meant it, I'm going to ask you to take that step right now. I'm going to pray. And if you want to take that step today, I would implore you to pray this prayer with me, wherever you're at. Say, Jesus, I believe that you are who you say you are. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins and that you rose again to give me new life. Today, I ask you to come into my life as Savior and Lord to make me the kind of person that you want me to be. If you just made that decision and verbalized that, I want to know about it. See, nothing and no one else will ever satisfy you. Nothing and no one else will ever save you. There have been a million people that have promised great things and they're all dead today. There's one risen Savior that is qualified and credible to offer you eternal life. So today I would ask you to take that step of faith to say, Jesus, I believe that you are who you say you are, that you died on the cross for my sins. Please be my Savior and Lord. Now there's more to it. If you already have taken that step, but you're not walking close with Him, I want to ask you not to leave today before determining to walk the rest of your life close to Him. See, He has a plan for you. He has a purpose for you. And it's more than just making ends meet and not getting fired. He desires to use you in the middle of this very dark world. People need to hear about the hope that you have. So if you already know Jesus, but you're not walking strong with him, I ask you today to make the decision. Today I'm rededicating my life to you, and I'm walking strong with you from here on out. Now finally, there's one last thing I want to ask you to consider. 
If you know Jesus and you're walking strong with him, I want you to consider living the rest of your life to share that hope with others. I would ask you to make the decision to be a light for him and to share your faith as a lifestyle. Now you all have these cards that we passed out and hopefully by now you filled them out. Here's what I want you to do. Please look at me as I say this. If you made the decision today to put your trust in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, right now put a big one on that paper. Okay? Put a one on that paper. We have some resources that we need to get in your hands. If you're deciding today to rededicate your life to Jesus Christ, put a two on the top of that paper. Okay? And finally, if you're deciding to commit the rest of your life to sharing the good news of salvation in Christ Jesus with those that you meet, put a three on the top of that paper. We'd love to know that you made that decision. Our volunteers are going to go throughout the crowd and collect those papers, and we are going to have a drawing afterwards for some sweet prizes, so stick around. And if you made a decision to trust Christ, we're going to get in touch with you. But you could also come back to the evangelism tent back here to get a backpack with some follow-up resources. Again, if you made that decision, put a one on that sheet so we know to get in touch with you and get you those resources. Guys, that's all I have to share. Thank you so much. I encourage you to live the rest of your lives for Jesus because nothing else matters. Thanks. Me, thank you so much. God bless you.